Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. All right, welcome back. Now that you have had a chance to work on your homework, which was to write down 20 characteristics of your homeschool experience. You're going on a trip, whether it be for four months, a year, four years. What characteristics do you want to be part of this homeschool experience? That was a homework. A vision that you are getting excited about, right? You see spending time together with your children and ending up in laughter, doing activities together, planning together, working on projects together, just different things. And you're, you're getting excited about that and you're happy about that. Um, thinking, you know what? I never thought about homeschooling in this light as an experience, as a trip that I don't have to do forever, but that would be wonderful it would, you know, allow me to enjoy my uh, relationship with my child and grow and and really, you know, guide them. Okay, freeze. You thought about those characteristics, and then you put the pencil down, and um, then you probably started thinking, getting scared. Well, you know what? Bef- don't get scared. And then we're talking today about what do you need to do though to prepare yourself right? Because you're going to set the tone for this whole experience as the homeschool parent, right? As the guide. And so you don't want to see things, you don't want to see yourself as, you know, I'll never be able to change. Um, But you do have to kind of be honest with yourself and be like, well, you know, if we were to homeschool, if we were to actually start this little journey for four months or more, what do I need to prepare myself mentally, how do I get my own self ready? Um, and there are the practical things of getting ready the night before. And, uh, you know, definitely one thing for me is waking up, if not before the kids, which now is a lot easier for me to do. But um, at one time where it was t- difficult to wake up before them, because when they're little, they like waking up early, at least mine did, ours did. But um, I'd ask them to just play in the room for a bit so that I could have time to prepare in the morning. There are those things. But in a situation, um, the only person that you, whose response you're able to control is your own response, right? So in a situation where you're frustrated, um, instead of seeing that situation as kind of like, a back and forth, just stopping, right? And being the one and saying and thinking to yourself, I'm going to respond, you know, firmly, but with love and patience and kindness. Um, But until you realize as a homeschool parent, until you come to the place where you realize, I, I'm, I got to take control of my thoughts because I'm guiding kids and kids will be kids. Um, You know, until you get to that place, the whole homeschool experience can be one where there's constant frustration. Um, 
just like there would be in any situation or in any setting, whether it be, you know, you're working uh, as a teacher or a doctor, you know, uh, any any profession, um, you know, you got to be ready to go with a heart of, you know, being ready to serve. But there's also, there can also, there's either a, a dread or an excitement that can be uh, felt. If you dread it, it's going to be very likely dreadful. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But if you anticipate it and you go into it with, uh, yes, plans, yes, uh, you know, characteristics that you'd like to see, desires, but if you go into it with a positive expectation of good, mm-hmm. when those frustrating moments come, you'll be able to overcome them. You're going to see those frustrating moments as opportunities. So, you know, when our boys argue, when I'm in the right state of mind, when I'm looking at that as an opportunity, it's not now I'm going to come and I see their anger and I'm going to add to that my anger. Instead, it's like, okay, they're angry. Let's look at this. I'm going to come in and I'm going to take a moment and prepare them for life because they're arguing over the laundry, right? And so can I look at life as part of our homeschool? That's our homeschool experience. It's not, oh gosh, they're, they're arguing about laundry, plus they're getting behind in their schoolwork. No. What if I say, hey, this is the schoolwork that we're going to focus on. And how is that preparing them for life in a completely, um, maybe more impactful way than just completing a page in their, you know, homework? Yeah, so let me speak directly to that whole um, homework assignment that we had, the 20 characteristics piece. Uh, that, 20, that 20 characteristics in terms of what you want that homeschool setting to, to look like, to be like, uh, can be created very organically if you're if you're in your mind always looking for opportunities. So we've had a we've had a, a little bit of a conversation about seeing things not just uh, um, as occurring but as opportunities. And so if if you post these twenty characteristics, right? This is this is the picture you want. This is the environment you want to create at home. Think about opportunities that arise throughout the day, right? You do your planning, right? You do your due diligence. You do your planning. You do your execution. You prepare the night before. All of a sudden, the sun is up and the day begins. And you're listening for these opportunities to build these characteristics. If part of your characteristics is, you know what? I want to just have one good conversation with my son that doesn't involve sports that doesn't involve the bathroom, that doesn't involve silly things boys like to talk about because it's funny, right? You look for that opportunity. You don't need to try to uh, artificially generate it. Like, hey, son, let's talk about uh, photosynthesis today. And it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, homeschool is, is, is great because, because you get to capitalize on each and every opportunity. And that whole concept of looking at things as opportunities is a mindset shift, is a change in behavior. Um, Historically, again, if you've always responded to 
a child like not doing exactly what you tell them to do and you have a particular way of, of handling that, that behavior, that response on your end is very difficult to change. I mean, one of the things that I talk about when we're working with um, behavior modification plans, right, going back to my uh, public school days, um, you know, you would think the most difficult thing to change is the child's behavior. But what, what actually is the most difficult thing to change is the adult's response to the behavior. So there's two pieces to that. A behavior modification plan or um, um, changing how one acts and behaves involves multiple people. So, for example, you know, you have a student that, you know, just doesn't stay in their seat or stands up too much or is constantly not doing their work. You have a particular way of responding to that. Now, when we insert a behavior modification plan in order to, to help a kid better perform, better achieve, just better experience the moment, that will also require a change in your behavior. So let me ask you something. You have a kid who's nine years old and there's something that you want to see change and you have an adult that's 35 years old. Who's had more practice with a particular behavior? Who's, who, <laughs> whose ways are a little bit more settled? So I'm here to tell you this whole homeschool thing will require change. And I'm even going to say transformation on your part with how you think and what you do. And, and more importantly, how you respond to things. This is going to be a wonderful opportunity for you to become that person. That person that, you know, I don't know, maybe you've read it in a book or you've seen it in a movie. But we're talking about these beautiful things that happen in a homeschool setting that, uh, that only become possible because of opportunities and capitalizing on opportunities. So take a moment. Again, we're going to leave you with some homework. Take a moment. And think about the last three situations you faced where your anger came out, right? You can call it frustration. You can call it uh, disappointment, sadness, whatever you want to call it. The last three situations where those feelings came out, right? You expressed them. Um, For those last three situations, what were your thoughts tied to those situations and then your reactions? Okay, your thought could be, here we go again. And your action could be, you know, yelling, cussing, I don't know, walking out the room. And, 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 let, and let me add, Monica said, you know, oh, here we go again, right? This might, be a, um, <laughs> this might be a thought you had when coming across a particular situation. Let me tell you something. If it's like, there we go again, chances are that <laughs> response that you had, it didn't work. <laughs> it did not change the other child's behavior, right? Um, we can have a completely other podcast where we start talking about, you know, just uh, dealing with mindset, but but changing children's behavior. That in and by itself would be a fun little podcast. But But the idea being is like, oh, here we go again. You need to ask yourself because every response you have to a situation either eliminates... And what I mean by eliminates, it reduces the number of, of times that's going to happen or it reinforces, it promotes. So if you're like, here we go again, somehow, some way, you need to come to the realization that your previous response reinforced it. Now, that's a hard concept to wrap your mind around, but, but it all deals with function of the behavior and the purpose of the behavior and how, how your response either is promoting it or uh, extinguishing it. But no big deal. We're not, we're not at that particular point just yet. Just like you would prepare for a marathon, you'd have to assess. You'd, take a, you'd, you'd have to take an honest 
assessment of where you're at in order to run this marathon or 5K, whatever it is, you'd have to take an honest assessment. Go ahead and do that right now and think of the last three situations where you got angry, what were your thoughts tied to it, what were your reactions, The purpose of that is to be honest with yourself and, you know, get to the point where you can say, okay, here's where I'm at, but here's where I want to be and close that gap so you can enjoy this homeschool journey. Thanks so much. Remember, like us, leave us a review and check out our link below to find out more about us. And we'd love to find out your ideas. We love to find out your ideas. This is a new podcast. It's going to be led by you. Bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school, it's life.